Hi, welcome to the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and today we have kind of a bonus episode for you. Last week, me and my husband Alex recorded something pretty special. Um, it's just a little episode about us um, being Mormon, why we are Mormon, why we've stayed in the Mormon church, and ultimately why we love being Mormon. It was honestly a pretty personal episode for us to record, and I personally felt like pretty vulnerable while recording it, but I think it's important, and I just wanted to put my thoughts out there, so I hope you enjoy it. All right, so I'm joined tonight by a very tired Alex Arndt. Hello. And I am here. <laughs> I am awake, mostly. He's here. He's awake. Our baby is asleep. So this is like prime time to record. I mean, I guess we could be Podcast. like, I don't know. We could be like doing whatever else together. We could be like playing Scrabble or like catch up up on hulu or something but you know we're giving the people what they want we're giving them a podcast to do that right um alex little life update about us before we get into the nitty-gritty alex started his big boy job this week yeah he's do you want to tell the people what you do i'm an engineer a geotechnical engineer so yeah it's been a good first week, pretty exhausting, been doing a lot of new things for the first time, meeting all the people in the, in the office, and just learning what projects I'll be working on and what responsibilities I'll have, so it's been really good. It felt like the first day of school, like the night before you started, we were trying to figure out his first outfit to wear, because... Yeah. They were pretty vague with, like, the dress code that they gave them. They said, like, very business casual. But, like, is that jeans and a t-shirt? What is that? Yeah. So, I swear, we worked worked on his, like, first day of work outfit longer than I worked on any of my first day of school (laughs) outfits. Oh, wow. And I used to work on those a lot. Really? I'd be really stressed about it. But it wouldn't just be about, like, the first day of school, I'm like, no, people will judge me on my second, third, and fourth day outfit. Because people are like, all right, obviously, they're going to wear their best on the first day. Mm-hmm. But day two, three, four? Yeah. I don't know. That's where they really judge you. Yeah. But in reality, no one was judging me, yeah, I don't think. probably not. I think it was just in my mind, and that's probably why I didn't do that well in high school <laughs> or ever academically. All in your head. Because, um... Clearly, I wasn't focusing on the right things. Like, <laughs> great. Did I wear the right yeah, thing I'll, today? I'll blame that on why I didn't Am have I good grades. Am I color coordinating? Am I color coordinating? That's true. Um, but yeah, we live in Vegas now, and I'm actually really, really liking it. I don't know. Have I talked to you about this yet? No. I well, I mean, like I've told you that I like I Vegas. Mean, hopefully, but yes, yeah. I have like come to the realization. That although we're only like three weeks into this, this meaning like living in Las Vegas, but I think I enjoy being a parent here so much more than I enjoy being like a mom in Utah. Hmm. I think it's just like there's been this huge pressure that I didn't even really know that I had on myself that's been like lifted. Like when I would take Piper, our, our daughter's name is Piper. I think I already said her name once in this podcast. Anyway. When I would take Piper out, like when we lived in Utah, 
I'd be like, okay, her outfit has to be so cute. Like every single time we go out, like no matter what, like if I'd like go to like the grocery store, I'd be like, okay, she needs a bow and she needs socks and she needs a match. And it's not like I let her like look like a scroungy baby here or anything, but I just feel like there's like this huge pressure lifted off me. I think it's like so hot here where like I don't worry about what I wear as much because everyone's just like walking around trying to make it and everyone here is like really busy and like no one cares yeah (laughs) and and this is gonna sound really stupid too because obviously there are beautiful people everywhere but i've always felt like this competition between me and like people in utah which again is a personal flaw this is like it's not just against like utahns but it's just like me comparing myself to other people which isn't something that i should do but whatever But I feel like there, there's so much competition to be, like, perfect and skinny and tan and have really, like, nice white teeth and buy all your clothes at, like, the same boutique stores and everyone looks so glam all the time. And I felt like I was always, like, trying to play catch up. And here I just, like, don't feel like that. Like, yeah, like, I still want to, like, look my best and I still want to, like, eat well and, like, try hard and whatever. But I just feel like there's been this, like, weight lifted off my shoulders and again i know it's all in my head but it's been kind of like a new beginning and i also like love i love the ward that we moved into Mm -hmm. i was also very stressed about the ward for the same reasons because we came down ward meaning like church group that we go to um but i guess if you're listening to this podcast you probably know what a ward is anyway um i was like stressed out about the ward that we were going to because I had heard that this was like a really young ward so I was like oh no it's gonna be just like Utah it's gonna be all these like perfect moms and I'm gonna feel like I'm like 10 steps behind everybody and I'm gonna have to have like all this perfect stuff and I'm gonna have to have Piper looking so cute all the time and the people I've met down here are so beautiful but so down to earth and like just like solid like good people and Yeah, I just feel like everyone is just so chill. Everyone's approach to everything is, like, just, like, fun and helpful and, like, I don't know. I've uh, We've only, like, met good people down here. <laughs> Except for our next-door neighbors. They're good people. But, like, the second day that we lived here, like, maybe I shouldn't even get into this. They're good people. But they have their dramas that we watch through our windows, like, when the cops come i wish them the best i shouldn't have even mentioned anything about this everyone that we've met is really good Mm -hmm. everyone's a really good person everybody i can't wait to get to know the next door neighbors and see their good parts that sounds weird (laughs) i'm gonna stop following the head and just get into like what we're supposed to be saying i wish i knew how to um edit this jump right into it Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Save me from no, myself because okay. I shouldn't. I love our next door neighbors. I don't know them yet. And I want. Everyone's super nice. Everyone is super nice, yeah. especially our next door neighbors, and everyone else that we've encountered, yeah. except for some of the drivers. Ooh, some of the drivers out here true. can be very aggressive. Yeah. But whatever. I've like talked for too long. That's not what I wanted to talk about today. But I wanted to talk. All right, so I wanted to make this episode for a number of reasons. Number one being, I get asked, I get asked a lot why I'm Mormon. I get asked by my friends, 
Um, my family isn't Mormon, but I think that they like kind of understand now. Um, and even like other members of the church ask me a lot, like why, why join the church? Why, um, and joined is like a weird word, but why I chose the church, I guess, just because my circumstances behind being a member of the church are a little bit different than some other people's just because, um, I'm the only member in my family. Um, so that was one reason. And number two being is just because I, I don't know if anyone else has been noticing this. Maybe it's just me, but I've just been noticing that the tone about religion in general, but what I'm specifically talking about is like the tone about the Mormon church online has just been so negative lately and not just by like anti-Mormon people and not just by like people that don't really understand but I also believe that like the tone about the church has been negative from people that are in the church I feel like everyone on Twitter not everyone that is a broad statement but I've been noticing this trend on Twitter where everyone in their quest to seem more like woke than the other and like more um, in tune with things that are, like are happening culturally and stuff, which is a fine thing. But I feel like a lot of people in the church that I follow and that I still love and respect and stuff like there's nothing wrong with these people in their quest to seem more like woke than the other. Like, I feel like they are writing things, um, in a tone that I don't think that the gospel that I don't think is respectful of the amazing gospel of Jesus Christ and the principles that we learn in the Mormon church. Does that make sense? I hope that that makes sense. Of course, people are allowed to like have complaints. Of course, there's a ton of work that the church needs to do on issues of like race and, um, there still needs to be like so much, there needs to be so much done for like the LGBT community and all that stuff. So I'm not saying that like these statements don't need to be made, but I've just been noticing a lack of joy and rejoicing in the gospel of Jesus Christ online. Um, so I just wanted to, I don't know, just kind of like make like a little bit of my own statement, I guess. Not that anyone even really listens to this, but I just wanted to say that, I've been noticing that things have been getting a little heavy online and I wanted to remind even just like one person about how like blessed we are and how incredible like the gospel of Jesus Christ is and why I feel like so much joy um, being in the Mormon church. So that's a little bit of a background about this episode. So we're just going to get into why I'm a Mormon, how I became Mormon why I've stayed being Mormon, and why I love being Mormon. And then Alex is also going to chime in for a little bit. Um, so I won't really get into, like, the long backstory of, like, how I became a member of the church just because it's, like, it's real long and <laughs> really confusing. And, yeah, I'm just, like, maybe that's a different convo for a different day. But I will talk about why I became a member. So I guess like a little brief backstory is I, my parents are not Mormon. Most people, would you say that most people 
come from Mormon families? Not necessarily. I don't see a lot. Do not. But like out of my like, like the people that like I meet like in like, the areas that I live. Yeah. In probably a majority. Yeah, a majority of people, their parents are Mormon. And they're raised Mormon, and of course you have to make a choice at some point in your life. It's not like you're like born into a family that believes in the gospel, and then like you're like stuck doing that for the rest of your life. You have to be, you have to make a conscious choice. Um, and yeah, but so my parents are not Mormon, or I mean, like, well, technically, like my mom was baptized <laughs> when she was younger. But, like, they definitely, like, don't practice. (laughs) Um, But, again, that's, like, a different story for a different day. I'm the only, like, member in my family. Alex is way different. Alex comes from, like, a through-and-through Mormon family from Utah. Everyone, like, in his family is, like, in the the church, basically. Um, Everyone in his immediate family. Um, and you have, like, a pretty, like, traditional Mormon family. I guess you could say that. I would say 100% you have a traditional Mormon family. (laughs) I would say, like, without a doubt, there's, like, no questioning that. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) I guess that's, like, from, like, the outside looking in. Yeah, that's... Anyway, um, but yeah, so I was, like, 15 or, like, 14. I was, like, almost 15. When I, like, decided to kind of, like, go all in and, like, be, like, an active member of the church. Um, and I had, like, a really, like, kind of wild and crazy, not childhood, but, like, teen years. Adolescence. That's, like, the right word to use, I guess. (laughs) And without, like, getting too deep into anything, but, like, I was, like, a party girl at, like, a very young age, like... Like, I mean, like, I'll just get, like, right to it. Like, I started, like, smoking when I was, like, 11. And I started... And I've been, like, super vocal about this. I used to, like, go around and do, like, youth firesides. And then I got engaged to Alex and canceled some of them. And I've never been asked to do them ever again. Because I burned some bridges, but that's okay. (laughs) Anyway, I, like... I used to be fairly heavily involved in drugs and like the party scene at a super young age I would hang out with people that were a lot older than me and my life couldn't be more different now than it was back then and when I um so when I was like 13 I started being approached by people in the church um and I started being, like, invited to things, and there were girls and young women's, and young women's is, like, a program that our church has for girls, like, age 12 to 18. Um, girls and young women's from, that knew me from school, they were reaching out, and they were inviting me to activities, and I kind of, like, went on and off for, like, a year and a half, like, meeting, like, with missionaries sometimes, only the cute ones, really, and... <laughs> I, um, and it took like a long time, but then finally I was at girls camp, which is something that you do if you're a young woman. And I was at girls camp and we did this 
um, activity that like I won't get like that into for like the sake of time. But we did this activity where um, we kind of act not acted out, but we were put in a situation like how someone was in like the Book of Mormon. Uh, it was called like the Iron Rod activity. If you're like familiar. Um, but like after that activity, I like, I heard the story about like what we had just like reenacted and I like said like my first kind of like earnest prayer and I, I felt the spirit and at that moment I knew that I'd be lying to myself if I denied what I was feeling. Like I knew that I'd be lying to myself if I was like, okay, yes, I did feel the spirit and I did feel, um, I do feel in my heart that this is what is right and that what I am being taught is actually true. But I'm just going to, like, carry on, like, living, like, how I'm living. And I knew that the transition was going to be really hard. And I'm, like, not trying to get any praise or any kudos for, like, leaving, like, my, like, past life behind or whatever. Because it's, like, stuff that I shouldn't have been doing anyway. (laughs) Sometimes people are like, you were so strong. And I'm like, "Mm." Definitely, like, don't deserve any gold stars here for anything. But, um, I knew that I'd be lying to myself, so I decided that it was going to be worth it to just kind of be all in. I caught, like, there's nothing else I can say except for I decided to be all in. I wanted to follow the gospel. I wanted to learn everything I could about it. I wanted to, I wanted to be a Mormon, and I wanted to do whatever it took to get there. And yes, I did stumble and I did mess up time and time again. I was so lucky that I had amazing like young women's leaders and amazing friends. And I had an amazing bishop and I had a great ward. And after a little bit, I had like my family's support. And not at first, but after a while. And things like became easier for me but um that's kind of like why I became Mormon just because I I felt that it was true and then I followed that prompting and I have since found so much joy in Christ and I've found so much joy in love in the church and I am I, I feel so lucky I I think about how my life could have been. And you know what? I was happy before I was in the church. Like, that's like a misconception that people always have. Like, I feel like people talk about missionary work and they make people that aren't in the church sound like so sad. Like, although I was like young, like, of course, I didn't like feel like true, true, like happiness or whatever. I feel like that's more of like an adult feeling or like a mature feeling. But like... I was happy, like, things were fine. I definitely had, like, a lot more friends before I joined the church than I did after. Like, but I think about my life back then, and I think about, like, where I am now, and I just feel so much happiness and so much joy, and I would never, ever, ever want to live without it. Um, so that's why I became Mormon, and... I get this question a lot from, like, my family and from my friends um, who are not Mormon or especially, like, I have some, like, good friends that have left the church. And I get this question of why, well, why 
why have you stayed Mormon? Like, do you know, like, this, like, historical fact about the church? Or yeah. is it, wouldn't it be easier if you, um, one sec, Piper's crying again. <laughs> Alex is going to go help Pipes. Um, like, wouldn't it be easier if you weren't in the church? And especially, like, in high school. For a time, like, I, right after I joined, I decided to, like, just shift gears a little bit. I had, like, a really, really good friend. Maddie, who was on the podcast a couple episodes ago, um, and I would just hang out with her, and I'd hang out with my friends from Young Women's. I had, like, a little high school boyfriend that I'd hang out with, but um, I, like, didn't want to hang out with any of my old friends. But then, like, finally, after a while, I, like, kind of found my groove, and then I, like, started hanging out with all my old friends back again, and I would... I'd still, like, go to high school parties and stuff, but I was mainly just, like, the, the like, designated driver and stuff, and I did that for, like, the last two years of high school. But I get asked all the time, like, why are you Mormon? Or, like, why have you stayed? Um, and the answer is simple. It's because I love it. I feel so much joy and peace and happiness. And I love to learn about the gospel. Hopefully, luckily, Alex didn't just roll his eyes at me. Because sometimes when we try to have scripture uh-huh. study at night, I'm, like, so tired. And I'm, like, no, yeah, I don't want to. It's really hard to- Regardless of me, like, sometimes not wanting to read my scriptures at night because I'm so sleepy. Um, I love learning about the gospel. I, and it makes sense to me. Like, that's, that's about it. Everything, like, every question I've ever had about the church, if I look hard enough, I either figure out my answer or I feel peace about it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of things that I still, like, yeah, don't. I I don't know. I'm not like a scriptural scholar. And there's not everything you you really can know. There's a lot of things we won't know. Yeah. And I honestly, like I used to let that kind of stuff drive me crazy, but I'm now to a point where I, I don't know everything about the gospel, but the things I can't figure out for myself, I do feel peace about. Um, and yeah. And I love the organization of the church. I love that we have, a modern day prophet and I love that we have apostles. I love the connection I I'm sorry, I'm like I'm crying. I love the connection that I feel to my heavenly father. I love going to the temple. I love knowing that the love that I feel for oh my goodness, I'm crying. I love knowing that the love that I have for my husband and the love that I have for my baby is eternal and that I get to be with them forever and I get to be with all of our future little babies. (laughs) Luckily, Alex just smiled at that and he didn't cringe. Yeah. Um, We're kind of at like the cringing stage right now where it's like, don't mention another (laughs) baby, never know. (laughs) Um... Anyway, I love that I get to be with my family for forever. And I love the having the knowledge that, that I have a Heavenly Father that loves me. And that there is a plan for me. There is a plan for all those I love. And I love knowing that no matter what, everything is going to work out in the end. For everyone. Yeah. That no one will be wanting for anything. And that although we live in a crazy world, yeah. I will either be well or be made well. So 
Um, I guess I just kind of combined my last two talking points into one. I wanted to just talk about why I stayed being Mormon and then why I love being a Mormon, but I guess I just did both. You did um, both. But they both go together, so. Yeah, the, I guess that they do. Right. Um go together and yeah and again like let me just say one last time like i understand that there are things about the church i don't know i understand that there are a lot of church organizational things that i wish would change i wish that we can get a better handle of like some like racial issues in the church or i wish that some people didn't feel left out or like marginalized or i wish that people didn't um feel left out or lonely and I personally can do my part and I can do what I can to make sure that people don't feel like they're being left out or I can make people I could do my part to make sure that um people's stories are heard that need to be heard I definitely I can do that on a personal level but um that's that's what I was trying to say earlier about the tone of the church. I feel like I went a little attacky on some points earlier, and I didn't mean to. I just mean that we are all so lucky that we have the gospel. Um, and you know what? If you were once Mormon and the gospel didn't work out for you, and if you have issues with the church... Like, I love you just the same. And and I pray for you, whether you want those prayers or not, I guess. <laughs> which is, like, I don't know. But, and I don't feel, like, any, like, less of, I don't think any less of, like, people or my friends yeah. that have, like, left the church. I think of them, like, just the same. And I know that everyone yeah, else, everyone's on a journey. I definitely was on a journey. And. Still on a uh, journey. And I'm still on a journey. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm always on a journey. Yeah, always on a journey. <laughs> um, Alex, do you have like any thoughts that you'd like to share? Um, yeah, I think you summarized it pretty well, but yeah, I, I agree with what you say about uh, the church and how it's um, been such a wonderful thing in your life, and I know it's. How about like in your life? Yes, though? exactly. Which I was going to say that yeah, <laughs> it's also. I feel like the gospel, the reason why um, I stay in the gospel is because it's something I um, know to be true, and it's something that just gives me so much guidance in my life. I feel like one of the ways that the gospel helps us be so happy is it gives us a direction. It gives us somewhere to, we know that we're trying to go. We're trying to get back to God. So mm-hmm. I feel like, and it's given us clear directions how to do that. We don't know everything about the gospel, of course. There's many things doctrinally that we don't know, and sometimes things that we won't know until um, after there's life. But really, um, the gospel, I feel like it gives us everything we need to to make it through like all the hard things that happen in life i mean you can watch the news and see all these terrible things happening but i know that um 
All will be well. Yeah, all's going to be okay. And we just need to hang in, hang in here. Mm-hmm. And the gospel has been something for me to hold on to. Yeah. Something that's kept me, kept my head out of the water. That's kept me safe. So uh, that's why I love it. And also all the things that you said, especially about family. I think that's the thing that really sets the church apart is it gives us the promise that we can be with our families forever. Yeah, and it's just, it's amazing to think that, like, we're even, like, eternal beings, and that we have this kind of, yeah, that's that things, huge, that the end isn't ever going to be the end. That's a huge difference. I mean, a huge piece of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, it, it changes your whole perspective. And that's not to say, I feel like this is, like, a feeling that I get sometimes, too, that, like, makes me cringe a little bit when, like, I'm in church and I hear about, like, missionary work. And I touched on this earlier where people sometimes get the impression that people that are, aren't are in the church aren't happy. Yeah. Or no, whatever. there's definitely. Yeah, there is, like, joy outside of the church. There definitely like, is. Just like but... there's truth. There's parts of truth outside of the church as well. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I do not think any less of people that, like, aren't in the church. Oh, I no. have... I have a big family and I love them 100. Yeah, and they are great people and I love them just the same. If they were like active church going Mormons like your mm-hmm. family or if they were if they're who they are. Like and I have so many friends that are in the church and they're such great people. And I've learned so much from people that aren't in the church as well. So that's none of this is to say that um that anybody is like bad or we have the truth so we're in some way better that's mm-hmm. not it at all it's just us saying this is what's worked for us yeah, and we've got something special we know we have we know something. yeah i i don't know something that's gonna that gives us an extra bit of happiness and we know will be um full happiness eventually one day yeah. So it gives us something to look forward to as well. <laughs> Always yeah. something amazing to look forward to. So I feel like I must do the um, obligatory. If you would like to know more about the church, if, um, if for some reason my SoundCloud analytics are wrong, and it's mainly not just people that know me that listen to this podcast, um, or if you are someone that knows me and listened to to this one because you want to know more about the church or if you just happen to stumble upon it hello i'm so happy to have you but um if you'd like to know more about what um we talked about if you have some like questions or even if you have like any concerns about what i've said um i kind of like i have this gut reaction to edit out some of the things i said earlier but i think i'm just going to keep it all in i don't know um but if you have any questions, feel free to tweet me or DM me on Instagram. Or the best source would 100% be mormon.org. Um, that is the best kind of starting point. If you are curious about our church, if you um, have questions about some of the things that we discussed, they have a live missionary chat on there where if you just want to get some quick answers about some of our doctrine... Um, 
And I think that they will just be straightforward with you. Um, and yeah, it's a great resource if you have questions. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I think had a nice little chat. We did have a nice little chat and now it's almost midnight (laughs) and we're going to go read some scriptures. I'm going to try not to fall asleep. Yeah, me too. All right, well. We'll do it. Alex, thank you so much for being with me for this episode of the I Just Want to Chat podcast. You're welcome. It's not every day that I get to have you on here. That's true. Because I'm mainly talking about TV that you don't like to watch. (laughs) All right. Just that. Just a batch. Uh, you don't like to watch any of my TV shows. Okay, I guess. <laughs> if this was like a Shark Tank podcast, Shark you'd be Tank. all about it. That's right. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. I love you a lot. See you soon.